Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Ignited and Body. We're going to be talking about three limiting beliefs that are holding you back. And this is something that a lot of people deal with. I'm more than sure you're going to be able to relate to at least two, if not all of them. The first one being, there are already too many people doing this. And this is something that I've heard so much over all of the years. So if we take it back... I used to own a lash company. A lot of you guys, if you guys have been here for a minute, you guys know that I owned a lash company a while ago and I sold it. But when I did own it, uh, a lot of people asked me, you know, what should I do? Should I do this? I have an idea of starting this up, but there's already too many people doing it. And this is just a limiting belief that we have on ourselves. I would always use the example of when you go to the grocery store, and you're trying to buy a pair of socks, how many different brands are there? How many different cereal brands are there? How many different gum brands on there, right? There's so much of the same thing. And what makes everything different is your unique touch in everything. But a lot of people kind of skip that because they're afraid of failing. They're afraid to start something up and it not succeeding. But there's nothing new under the sun, y'all. There's nothing new under the sun. And everything that you see here has been invented at some point. It's just you take your own unique twist to it, right? And you put your uniqueness and your authenticity onto it and make it yours. Make it your brand. That's what branding really is. And having this limiting mindset of there's already too many people doing it is, again, just just that self-sabotage of... So you can stay where you are, but I strongly believe that every single person that is on this planet is here to create something in their own way, in their unique way. When you look at artists, every single artist has their own touch, their own way of creating something, their own way of drawing, their own skills that makes the painting theirs, that makes the art project theirs and it's the same thing with everything else so if you go into this with the scarcity mindset that there isn't enough for you that there is already too many people at the top you know you're not going to be able to make it when you realize that there is room for everyone there's room for every single person to make it to the top you're going to understand what i'm saying There is room for everybody, but not everybody is willing to take up their space. Not everyone is comfortable with taking up their spot in this amazing world. And it's because of the fear, the fear of publicly failing. And once you get rid of that hump, I think it's like like the first public failing failure is the worst. But once you get over that and once it happens, like once you finally just rip that bandaid, Every time you do something or you move a certain way or you launch something new or you go after your dreams, it just becomes easier and easier and easier. And you realize that failing is part of the process. It's something that you have to do. It's like it's in the books. It's written in the books for you for you to fail, because every time you fail, you learn something new. And sometimes this is something that I say pretty often and I I feel like I sound pretty repetitive about it, but I feel like it's important to realize that because a lot of people don't want to start something because they're afraid they're going to fail, but they don't realize that within that something, whatever it is that doesn't work, 
you are closer and closer to what does work and you learn from it. You take from it and you learn from it. So really what you have to do is you have to realize that there is a spot for you at the top, but you have to be comfortable enough to say, I'm unique. My expression is unique. My divinity is unique and God's source is working through me. I'm here to express myself in whatever way that I want and as long as I'm comfortable and I know that I am worthy enough to take up that space up there, I'll allow myself to take that up. But if you're not willing to take that space and you you are scared to feel uncomfortable, you're never going to allow yourself to get to that level that you want to get to. The second limiting belief is no one understands me. Now, this is something that a lot of people fall victim into, right? I've fallen victim into this one as well. And I feel like as society, we have this limiting belief that no one out here is understanding us. And if you think about it, there's 7 billion people on this planet. Almost, I'm going to say like 80%, maybe even higher, 90% of people feel like they're alone, feel like no one understands them, no one gets them, and that they're doing things alone. But I'm going to give you guys a little rundown of how self-sabotaging works, right? So if you have this idea that no one understands you, you aren't going to do the effort to try to be understood or you're going to mold yourself into a character or into this persona of what people can understand, what people are able to accept from you. And going into this idea of no one understands me you're not going to learn you're not going to understand how to communicate properly if you are someone who you are currently with a partner and you're like this person doesn't understand me no one ever understands me no man under- ever understands me you have this attitude of no one understands me no one ever will so why even try you're not going to be properly communicating and the way that i can give you an example is if okay so in relationships usually what happens is Within two years of dating someone, usually after the two-year mark, you really get to know someone, okay? Because we have layers. We have so many layers to ourselves. After the second year is usually when people start to kind of show their true colors and then the ugly sides come out, right? Because we all have an ugly side. No one's perfect. No one's perfect. No one is here to be perfect. We're not striving to be perfect. But we all have a very ugly side. And once that starts to come out, during that two-year relationship, that's usually when people start having problems. If you don't know how to properly communicate, if you don't know how to express your emotions and express what's really going on in your mind, because we all have that little voice that talks in our head and is telling us, you know, this is going to happen, that's going to happen. We begin self-sabotaging by, because we're listening so much to our you know, that part of our mind that's just constantly trying to assume and mind read and it's just always trying to get into people's heads and we allow for this voice to take over so in a relationship if you get to this point where you have all of these fears coming up all of you know maybe abandonment issues maybe uh rejection issues the fear of being rejected and because you're showing yourself you're expressing yourself maybe when you were younger your parents told you that you couldn't cry crying wasn't allowed um you know men don't cry women don't cry you that's something that you shouldn't be crying about 
you should be grateful because there's kids in Africa who have so much more than you and you should be grateful for everything that you have. And they didn't validate your emotions. They told you that what you're feeling right now is something that you shouldn't be feeling. You develop this belief that maybe the way that you're thinking is not valid. So if you get into a relationship and you're at that point where you have all of these fears coming up and you don't know how to express that, you don't know how to explain that to your partner, like, hey, look, listen, right now I'm currently feeling like there is, like, I'm, I'm feeling like you're going to abandon me. I'm feeling like you're going to leave, like you're not going to want me anymore. I'm feeling very needy. I don't know why. I don't understand where this is coming from but help me understand or what can we do about this? What, you know, really expressing your exact thoughts. I'm talking about those minute little thoughts that you have that creep in. Being able to express that to your partner and creating a safe space for yourself is what is going to allow you to have someone actually understand you, right? When you tell people the things that you actually want and desire and it comes from a place of love and you give yourself that space, you create space for yourself, that is how people will understand you. But the problem with society right now is that everyone is just constantly playing these mind games, right? Everyone's just trying to figure everyone out, playing these mind games. Maybe if I do this and I trigger this person in some way and they react to it depending on how they react i'll know if they love me i'll know if they want to be with me that's something that i know that i used to do a lot was i used to play all of these mind games and toxic ass mind games because by them reacting a certain way it taught me you know it showed me if they cared which isn't really you know love and someone truly caring for you but praying for you but we play these mind games and then we mind read. We try to figure people out without even asking the question. But everything that we believe and we perceive is a distorted way of thinking. We all have different beliefs, different programs running on the background. So people are not always going to react the way that you want them to react. And based on how they react, if you know if it wasn't how you wanted them to react, you're going to make an assumption about it. And again, mind reading, assuming, projecting, all of these things all together creates people not understanding you. So the next time you feel like someone isn't understanding you, ask yourself if you're communicating properly, if you're mind reading, if you're projecting, if you are really expressing your emotions and asking the direct questions and having that direct communication. Because in reality, every single person on this planet wants to have a connection. Every single person wants to understand one another. I'm going to say a good 90% of the people on this planet want to really understand someone if they're interested in them. But a lot of people have a distorted way of communicating and thinking and expressing themselves. So it makes them believe that no one understands them when in reality, it's just you are not explaining yourself properly the third limiting belief is it won't work out for you this is something that i struggle myself with a lot of the times like when i have my bad days this is one of the main beliefs that comes up for me and i feel like that's the same thing for a lot of people is that it's not going to work out for me seeing other people achieve the things that you want to achieve maybe it's money goals maybe it's relationship goals maybe it's just life goals in general you feel like it's not going to work out for you, even though there is valid proof, valid evidence that it's working for other people. Maybe you want to start investing in the stock market and you see so many people making money. 
and it's not working out for you yet. So you assume that it's not going to work out for you. You're unlucky. I'm unlucky. I'm an unlucky person. Nothing ever works out for me. I'm just God's least favorite. And we have this mindset that we are less of or less than every single other person. When you act, when you are working out of this mindset that you are less of or you're not worthy of receiving everything that is meant for you, you will manifest that, just that, right? It's self-sabotaging. And everything that all of these limiting beliefs lead to self-sabotage. When you have a limiting belief like this line under your, you know, under your nose, right under your nose, you're acting out in certain ways to manifest just that, to prove just that. A lot of the times, these are just also just excuses so that we don't go after our dreams, so that we don't put ourselves in situations where it might be humiliating, where we might fail publicly, where our friends and family might see that something isn't working out for us. And maybe that um, imposter syndrome comes out. Imposter syndrome, if you guys don't know what it is, it's when you first are trying to do something and you feel like it's not who you are. I know I felt this when I first started coaching. I was like, how can I coach people if I don't really, you know, know, like, like people don't really like, I was just feeling very insecure of who I was trying to become. But every single person has started somewhere. Every single person, every successful person that you see right now at one point was on level one, right? They too had to fail a lot of times before they got to where they got to. And when imposter syndrome kicks in, it's like, it's, it's your mind and your fears telling you, you are not this person. Why are you trying to be this person who, who you're not, right? But how are you supposed to grow and become the person you want to become if you don't allow yourself to develop a skill and allow yourself to be a beginner and it's very important to have always that student mentality that you are always a student. You are always learning. You're always open to receiving new information because you don't know everything that is out here. Having that student mentality is so, so important. So if you feel like or believe that everything isn't working out for you, nothing will ever work out for you, ask yourself why. Why won't things work out for you? Why are you the unluckiest person in the world? Why do you feel like things just aren't working your way and see how you might be contributing to prove that this is a valid point. You have to realize that you and your neighbor and your mom and your friends and your family and the people that you work with and the people that you 